Steve and Jill here. Jack and Jill here. Yeah, welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I don't know my name. That's right, Steve and Jack Butala. And I'm Jill DeWitt. And we are broadcasting still from the lovely Valley of the Suns. Nice to be home. Today's Jill Friday, and she's gonna talk about how to turn angry landowners into sellers. Yep. Before we get into it though, let's take a question posted by one of uh, our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Let's skip all that. Greg wrote, if a buyer wants to close after January 1st for tax reasons, Jill note, boy, do I understand that. <laughs> this is very common. If yeah. you're new at this, this will happen to this you for the rest up. of your life. People are going to, yeah, a side note, people are going to want to close, they're either going to want to close by the end of the year or after the first of the year. Watch what happens here this next quarter, the next two months. So Greg says, if a buyer wants to close after January 1st for tax reasons, is there a way to move through the majority of the closing docs prior to closing to eliminate the risk of the buyer getting a better offer or changing their mind along the way? Basically, I don't have any issues closing after January 1st, but I'm afraid the buyer could change their mind, so I'm trying to figure out if I can legally prevent them from being able to do that. There's, you know, that's why uh, God created contracts. So you can write a contract about anything that you want and make them sign it and says, yeah, we are gonna, we happily will sell this to you after, before, or buy or sell or whatever. Um, maybe you ask the person for more so, money uh, in turn, so. I say set up your con, pick the closing date now. What's the first Monday or the first Tuesday mm -hmm. in January? I, I understand your point, and yeah. it's a very valid concern, like, hey, this is a great deal. Huh? Well, on the buy or the sell side, and, and time time kills deals. You know, that's, that's just the truth. And so more time is always worse with real estate deals, but, you know, we orchestrate our entire lives uh, this time of year around taxes, mm -hmm. and what make all kinds of decisions based on that, so. Well, just have a have a binding side contract that says you are going to side, buy this or sell it. Period. Yeah. You know, I would get it all through title, get it get it going. Being, you know, what I would do, I would there would be weekly check ins though too. Yeah. From with the between probably get, get my some, team and get some hard money, get some hard money that that's when I thought put some money in it because it's him buying it. The seller yeah. wants to do it after January first. I kind of want to want to move some money over so then it's really mm. a binding contract because yeah. money has changed hands. Yep. So I'd feel good about that. Like we're going to release five hundred dollars now, though, you know, mm -hmm. towards this, uh, just a small amount. Yeah, I make it a little more real. Yeah, exactly. Today's Joe Friday. She's going to talk about how to turn angry landowners into sellers. This is the meat of the show. It happens all the time, all the time. This is the majority of the calls you're going to get. We just uh, had a career pass session the other day and one person was talking about this mailer that like everybody, all they want to do is yell at me. I'm like, well, what'd you get out of it? <laughs> Nothing. They're all mad at me. Well, that's what I get too every day. You know, they're calling, you know, my team or me, you know, when they get the mailers hit and they're mad about it. Not, I mean, not everybody, I'll be honest, but when the first wave hits, you lovingly call it the hate. It's like, what? How dare they send me an offer? That's their first anger moment, by the way. They Where'd didn't, you get my information? Yeah, they, they're first pissed off about that. It's nothing to do with the price or you. Just this came in my mail and I don't want it. Why are you bugging me with this? You took time to send me this and uh, what the heck? So that's the first phase. Um, the second phase is they still might be mad or unhappy. Now, now they're like, they may not like the price. 
you know, but they, there's something there. And then as time goes on, then it's even, they're more and more into it, warmed up. They've seen your letter, it's hung on their fridge for a month now, and they're approaching the expiration date on it, and they're gonna call you about it. So the point I wanna talk about today, not, not all sellers or not all landowners are angry. Some are really excited. Uh, especially if you overprice a mailer, but that's a whole nother show. But how, how do I just deal with these guys? They're angry. They just call me and I feel like I, I, I'm not going to get anything out of this mailer. Well, yeah, you are. You got, there's three things you got to do here um, to turn these guys around. Number one is calm them down. Calm them down, sympathize with them, make a joke even. That's what I'll do. Uh, like, oops, I'm sorry. How many zeros did I forget? Noted, got it. You know what? I fire the guy that did my mail, but I'm sleeping with him, so I can't. <laughs> I've done that, totally serious. That makes him laugh, right? You can't, it's a little hard to be mad when you're like, my guy might've screwed up. Just, and I never admit it because sometimes I'll go back in these situations and they'll take money away. So my guy didn't, did, definitely didn't screw up. But I'll say, you know, there's a chance. It's not perfect science. Maybe we missed something. So just, and you could do that in just a couple sentences. Gosh, a minute or two. I'm from Detroit. If someone yells at me, I'm gonna yell back. That's my initial reaction and it's wrong. Joe's from Disneyland. Her initial reaction if somebody yells at her is to smile and calm them down and, and be their friend. Yeah. And so whoever's answering your phone needs to have that Disneyland mentality or learn, learn it. Mm-hmm. So be able to take it. Yes. And be able and, to and, communicate. And turn it in. This is what, this is what professional sales really is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yep. Professional corporate sales, that's what Jill's spent her entire career in. Right. So here's what's going to happen. So number one, calm them down, sympathize with them. Maybe we did. Maybe we did make a mistake, right? That's your sympathizing with them. Next step. They're obviously got some questions. Well, who the heck are you? Answer your mm-hmm. questions. Answer that. Very, not in a long, drawn out, 10 minute thing. Well, I started in, uh, <laughs> I started in corporate, uh, you know, fill in the blank. And then I decided I didn't want to be a pharmacist anymore. And so then I found Land Academy in 2016. <laughs> you know, don't go, don't go. <laughs> and they taught me how to do this. Don't go down that path. But, you know, just answer whatever questions you, they have about who the heck are you? You know what? I'm really small. It's my, it's my husband and I. Yeah. And yep. did you look us up? That Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I know, right? Great hair day. And, you know, make a joke. <laughs> I don't know. But to answer the whatever little questions they have, you know, in a nice way, who you are, you're a very small company, you're one of the owners, and here's the great news. I'm not a big corporation, and whatever number you and I agree on is the number you're going to get on, on your check. That's that's the beauty here. I don't have to go to anybody, you know. And and you're doing this to 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 build a rapport with them. You're just a person just like them, and this is your business is buying and selling land. All right. Now we've calmed them down. They know who we are. We're all we're all hopefully working towards the same goal here, right? And what we're trying to do is be, to to finish that point. The goal is all right. The only last thing we need to know is, do you want to sell? Sounds like you do. They're going, yep, I do. Not. And then number two is, does my price work? And if it doesn't work, what price does? That's it. We just want to get on the same buy page. Because why? You want to sell, I want to buy. The only missing piece is the, the dollar amount here. And, and let's go back to, remember, you know who I am. I'm not an agent. 
I'm not a this, I'm not a that, I'm not a big uh, company, uh, but there's, I have all these expenses and, and all these things. So let's, let's what, what, what's a good price? Don't be like me. It took me a really long time to, to, to digest and understand and fully um, get on board with that this is imperative. Yeah. What Joe's describing is not optional. Uh, you might get away a few times with um, getting a bunch of purchase agreements back, uh, never talking on the phone at all, maybe calling the people back that where they sign the purchase agreements just to arrange a closing. You might get away with that a few times. But if this is going to be your career and you really want to make $10 million, like uh, accumulate $10 million, like I uh, was explaining yesterday, you need to learn how to do this very, very effectively. All the resources in Land Academy are here for that. Or you need to find somebody and partner with them like I did, uh, like like I did with Jill, because this has to happen to, to have long-term success. Right. You're leaving money on the table mm -hmm. if you're not doing this. If you're waiting I, for only signed purchase agreements and then you pick the best of those, you're, you missed a lot. They called you back for a reason. I uh, spent a lot of time talking about data and pricing and the technical part of this, but the social um, corporate sales part of this is some of our most successful yeah. members are Joe's, not Jack's. You know In what? fact, most of them are. Thank you. Some of these calls too, you need to know, they, they didn't sign and send your offer back because it was $18,192. They need 21,000 to pay off, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And if you if you had been able to talk to them on the phone and find out they only need an extra two to three grand, well, shoot, you could do that. That that was the missing piece. You wouldn't know unless you talked mm -hmm. to them. That's what you're trying She's to right. figure out. And that often happens that way. It's often a little thing. I offered them eight. They need ten. I can do ten. A lot of I these. I know how we price these things. You have to meet these people from where they're coming. A lot of these people bought property when they were a lot younger and they were going to live they were going to retire there or they were going to vacation there and it just didn't pan out stuff happened and so the thought of selling it really upsets them yeah. and so they take it out on you but you have to meet these people you have to know get them that. to talk Be about nice that maybe maybe uh and the person bought it and and now they're now deceased and their spouse has to deal with it and it's one more thing right. they have to deal with because the estate wasn't organized or whatever but mm -hmm. in the end you are solving a problem for most of them Mm -hmm. So that's the thing you need to remember. That's that's exactly right. So there's a reason they're calling you, and it's usually not because you're you know it's it's a situation that they're in. So you need to, as my last point is this, do it as quickly as possible. You really don't have the time to spend an hour on the phone with everybody, understanding what really went on in the world, and led them up to finally calling you today. You can do this in in really five to ten minutes. I want to make it closer to five if you can. Um, the shorter the better, because you got other people calling you who need your time and have great deals right after you hang up the phone. There's going to be another good one, I promise. So as quickly as you can. And how do you get this good, by the way? Practice. Just yep. do it. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Pick up the phone. Write these steps down that I just covered. Have my checklist. It's free on the landinvestors.com um, website. On the left-hand side, it's Jill's inbound land seller checklist, so you know all the questions to ask them when they call you back to make sure you get everything you need um, to go do your due diligence. You know we talked about that, and, uh, and you'll do it. You'll get there.
And that's why you're here and happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Join us next week for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I wonder how many deals are really, truly left on the table because of this. I bet it's staggering. Yeah. We'll never know. There's no such thing as a split test for it. Yeah, it's true. You need to you need to be on it. You know, you mm -hmm. need to call. And if you, you miss a call, it. call them back. You need to absolutely embrace this, not loathe it. Right. If you loathe it, you're going to stop doing it eventually. So just get somebody else to do it. Exactly. That's it. You can't let this kill your business. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that oh, get frustrated tons. and they say, I can't do this land thing because yeah. I can't take the phone yeah, calls. That, that, so don't give up because of that. Like you just yeah. said, get Pat Live to answer the phone mm -hmm. for you if you need to do that too. There's lots of ways to work around this. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.